Welcome to this week's edition of the FA Show. I'm Nate Barrett. Morgan Stanley has terminated a producing manager in Indiana and a father-daughter team in Massachusetts over alleged abuses of its inherited account program. Thomas A. Foster, a branch manager in Terre Haute with 24 years in the industry, was discharged in April over allegations that he submitted transactions under production numbers that were inconsistent with agreement with another representative, resulting in a shortfall of revenue credited to the other representative, according to his broker check record. Separately, father-daughter duo Andrew and Michaela McKenzie in Wellesley, Massachusetts, were discharged from the firm in late April over similar accusations, according to two people familiar with the matter. Both sources said the duo had generated around $2 million in annual revenue. The errors in question had amounted to $22,000 in commissions over a few trades that a source close to the team said were accidentally miscoded. As investors pile on margin debt, wirehouses are cheering the loan growth, but some analysts worry about what comes next. In the past 12 months, brokerage clients' margin account debit balances have increased to $822 billion at the end of March, up 72% when compared with the $479 billion at the end of March 2020 according to an industry-wide report from the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority. Now, that figure, which includes retail as well as institutional prime brokerage loans, has been expanding thanks to a confluence of factors, including low interest rates and high market valuations that have upped investors' appetite to collateralize their portfolio. The results are also showing up in loan balances at bank-owned wirehouse firms, which have been pushing securities-based lending as a way to cross-sell wealthy retail customers and generate non-compensable revenue that isn't shared with their advisors. UBS expanded the number of third-party strategies being offered on their no-fee separately managed account programs as they look to draw in more assets to advisory accounts. UBS, which launched its no-fee platform in January 2020, has begun offering eight new model portfolio strategies from BlackRock, Dimensional Fund Advisors, and J.P. Morgan, among others, according to an announcement. As part of the pitch, UBS picks up the additional asset manager fee on the account, which can be as much as half a point, although the customer still pays asset-based advisory account fees to UBS as well as underlying fund expenses. You're a free agent. Are you acting like one? I'm Jeff Crosby, CEO of 3X Equity, with a reminder that you control the conversation when it comes to your career. If you're curious about switching firms, we help you secure multiple offers and find your best fit, all while you remain under the radar and 100% anonymous. Get started today at 3xequity.com slash freeagent. Hi, everybody. It's Tony Siriani. I'm the publisher of AdvisorHub.com, AdvisorHub Magazine, and of course, AdvisorHub TV, which you're all watching. So uh, thanks for being here. Um, this week, we want to highlight an interview I had with David Cantor. Uh, David, as many of you know, is one of the smartest guys in the industry and a lot of fun to talk to. And one of the things we wanted to pick out of this interview was our discussion around uh, Bitcoin. Of course, you can see the entire interview uh, on advisorhub.com. And uh, we can sort of, you can go, we talked about the industry as well as Bitcoin. So it was a ton of fun. Anyway, thanks for being here. Here's David. Bitcoin, you know, this has happened. And we just talked about a cultural kind of vacuum. We're not together. It's happening virtually, which maybe is, you know, apropos for, for Bitcoin. 
But here we are sort of not in, a, in an environment. Are we the last guys to know about this? Are we still at the beginning of this? Uh, you know, is this a Ponzi scheme? These are things you worry about when you're trying to be a cynical Wall Street person, which is, what is this? And, and by the time they tell me, maybe all the money's been made. Well, I, uh, you know, I've been, I personally have been, um, you know, studying Bitcoin very closely since December of 2015, when I opened uh, my first uh, Coinbase account. Yeah. Um, and uh, what I would say is this, um, uh, we have a business within Fidelity called uh, Fidelity Digital Asset Services, which is a, uh, a, a broker and a custodian of digital assets, um, focusing currently on, on Bitcoin today. And um, uh, Christine Sandler, one of my colleagues uh, who uh, works in that business says, she's often asked to compare where we are in, in crypto, um, you know, at like a, the baseball game innings analogy. And she's always, uh, up until recently, she said, well, if, if it's a nine inning game, we're still in the parking lot. We haven't even gotten to the stadium yet. So to answer your question, we're, we're still early. Um, uh, but now she's saying, well, maybe we've actually gotten to the ticket counter to enter the, enter the arena or enter the, the baseball field. Um, look, it's a very volatile and new and emerging asset class, but this is the time for advisors to get educated. Yes. We we are strong uh, proponents and advocates of getting ed educated. Um, my good friend, our good friend and colleague, Rick Edelman, has done some great work around this with the REA Digital Assets Council. Yeah. Um, but beyond, beyond uh, you know, Bitcoin, which is just one type of cryptocurrency, you know, they're, they're, believe it or not, they're up, they're up to 5,000 um, different types of, of, of uh, cryptocurrencies, coins, if you will. Um, Bitcoin just happens to be the largest by, you know, quite a large, quite a wide margin. Get educated, not just about uh, Bitcoin and other crypto, but the whole ecosystem. I mean, there's the origin story. And a, a, an, an I, love, I love the buying a pizza, right? Some guy goes in, he, that's the first transaction of Bitcoin, right? Are you taking all the way back to, um, you know, the figure uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, who either he or, you know, a group of folks you know, created this blockchain technology to express Bitcoin. So there's the origin story, there are the miners, there are the exchanges and custodians, there are the types of investment vehicles. Who are these investment sponsors? What are the exemplar currencies? Who are the regulators in the space? Um, who are the venture capital funds that are, um, you know, active here backing firms like Coinbase? But see, it, 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 that brings up in my mind the, the central question, because you and I are in total agreement on education. We absolutely need to get uh, our advisors educated. And the reason is, it's a, it, this is turning into an investment, it's a viable investment, companies like Fidelity are backing, then it's a real thing. But they have to understand what they're doing. So I hopefully we'll be able to partner together to sort of bring this messaging and education to, to everybody. Like it's, it's super important to do. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, to see the entire video, uh, please go to advisorhub.com uh, and to advisorhub TV, and you can see the entire thing. We talk about the industry and a lot of other things besides uh, Bitcoin. So look forward to seeing you there. Uh, I'm Tony Siriani, the publisher of Advisor Hub and Advisor Hub TV, as well as Advisor Hub Magazine and Advisor Hub RIA Magazine. That's a lot. I hope you're all getting all of those things. So thanks for being there.
Let's turn now to the Recruiting Wire, powered by 3X Equity, the authority on advisor transitions. Morgan Stanley has hired a $7 million Salt Lake team away from J.P. Morgan. The group is led by advisors Brian R. Swinson, Eric T. Smith, and Jesse F. Bohannon. They had overseen $2.8 billion in customer assets and have joined Morgan Stanley's private wealth management business. UBS Wealth Management USA continues to lean on large private banking teams to expand its brokerage force and has hired a $2 billion asset Bank of America private bank team in Newport Beach, California. The group includes advisors Thomas J. Nieto and Frederick D. Grand Jr. Nieto had been a private client advisor at Bank of America Private Bank for 25 years. Grand joined Bank of America in 2015 after three years at RA Capital Advisors, according to his broker check record. They report to Justin Frame, Los Angeles and Orange County market head at UBS Wealth Management USA. For a complete list of moves as well as access to the Advisor Hub offers tool to find out what your practice is worth, visit the deals and comp section of advisorhub.com. Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of the FA Show on Advisor Hub TV, powered by 3X Equity. I'm Nate Barrett. Have a great day.